Welcome to The Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are coming upon the most holiest of days that is celebrated by Christian believers. It is the time that we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to present you a series of messages that will help you to understand what Jesus Christ did, but more importantly, why he did it. It was to offer sinful people eternal life. I want you to listen closely and even contact someone in your family who needs to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. At the end of today's message, we're going to share an opportunity for you or anyone you know to come to know Jesus. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. He didn't have an eternal perspective like many of us. He turned to Jesus in desperation to get him out of a jam. Can you get me out of this mess, Lord? I don't care who you are if you can get me out of this mess. The other man had a different perspective. Now, maybe he got a clue when the lights went out. The Bible says that at noon, the lights went out. Jesus was talking to his father. Maybe that man heard him. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Lights went out. I mean, it was, it was broad daylight, noontime. The lights went out. They had to get the torches and light them. And he said, you know what? Uh, homeboy might know what he's doing. I, I better rethink this thing. I, ha, I have no, uh, you know, sound like he got a connection. And he turned to his friend, you know, now they're talking, now one is on one side of Jesus, he's on the cross, the other one's on the other side. Now he's talking across the cross. <laughs> right? He's talking to his friend as he says, don't you fear God? You can't see him that good, but he just, <laughs> <laughs> don't you fear God? Since we're under the same sentence, they got us, man, we're guilty. But this man's not guilty. We deserve to die. He don't deserve to die. This man has done nothing wrong. I know a crook when I see one. This other man seemed to got a glimpse of the next life. I'm wondering if he got a glimpse while he was hanging on the cross, when his life was beginning to ebb and flow out of him. I've heard people say, you know, when you're very, very close to death and you're right in between, right there where that line is, where it's fuzzy, you can start seeing over on the other side. I had an uncle that was near death, and he started talking to somebody that uh, had died a long time ago. And then he was said, if you start talking to him, he's almost there. You know, when you're starting to die, you can start, you get a reality that uh, grips you sometimes of, you know, this thing is real. I mean, I'm about to go from this life to the next one. And uh, I don't know how close he was. He was hanging there, and I think he might have took a, maybe he just got, maybe the heat got turned up. And the hell fire started raging. Maybe he started feeling the temperature rising. I don't know. But right there, he's hanging there from, from, from 9 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon. And, uh, and, and, and something began to transpire in him where he says, you know what? Uh, man, this guy here in the middle, I, don't, I never met him before this morning. Uh, he's hanging up here with me. But there's something different about him. And I believe he has a connection eternally. He got a glimpse of the next life. 
And then he, he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That's all he asked the Lord. Will you remember me? In other words, I, I believe that you're going to come into your kingdom. That's belief. That's faith. I believe you're going to come into your kingdom. I want you to remember me. That was enough for Jesus. Jesus said, I got one more coming in, and he's coming in with me. He said, today, he said, I'll tell you the truth. Today, you are going to be with me in paradise. Today, you. Uh, now, I don't know if the other guy on the other side heard that little conversation. Because Jesus is talking on this side, and, and the other guy is well on the other side. But uh, I don't know whether he heard it or not, but he didn't get in on it. One of the thieves hurled insults again, but the other one had insight. One asked to be with Jesus, and the other one did not. One got into the kingdom, and the other one was stuck out. One went to heaven, and the other went to hell. On either side of Jesus, when they both had an opportunity to have eternal life, it was their individual choice and the decision that they made, one to accept and one to reject. That is a picture of every one of us and our opportunities and every person in the world. One has an opportunity, to, all of us have the same opportunity to either accept or reject. Now you know what? Now notice that Jesus wasn't on the cross trying to argue with and convince the one who was rejecting it he need to come with him. Jesus didn't say, hey man, you know what? You just need to hang with me because I'm getting ready to go in. You want to go or not? You know, it's your choice. Jesus is not going to beg anybody to come to eternal life. He says, I'm freely giving up my life for you. You're going to have to recognize, receive, and accept on your own. That's why we don't have to try to, uh, to try to sell Jesus Christ to the point where we got to twist somebody's arm to get saved. I don't have to try to talk you into it. I ain't spending no 30 minutes to try to go through all the scriptures to convince you you need to be saved. I'm going to tell you about Jesus and it's up to you to believe and receive. Are you rejected or are you received? All I'm, all I'm going to do is tell you the good news. I'll tell you what he did for me. I'll tell you that I was a thief on the other side of the cross. I'll tell you that I was going to hell until I decided that I need Jesus Christ in my life. Oh, my, 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 my job was going good. My money was right. Uh, the parties were, I was having a good time, but I had something missing in my life. And it wasn't until I said, Jesus, I know I need you in my life. You can be professional all you want to be. You can have all the money you want to be uh, you can, that you want to have. You can have all the material things that you might want. But until you have Jesus Christ in your life, you're the thief on the other cross that said, you know what? Uh, as long as it's not, uh, as long as things are going well, I'm okay. And uh, if, if, you, if you can work some magic for me at the last minute, that's all right. But I'm going to tell you, don't wait till the last minute to try to receive Jesus Christ. There's a lot of lessons for this one thief that says, remember me, don't you know, no matter how you've been living before, when you come to Jesus Christ, he'll accept you at the last minute. What did that thief have to do to, for Jesus to remember him? Nothing. You have to do nothing to come to Christ but to believe on him. You can't work your way in. 
that was an example of what it takes to get saved. It gets belief in Jesus Christ is what saves us, not anything we can do to be so nice. We don't have to work for it. We don't have to go uh, uh, to do seven steps. We don't have to do all these kind of things to be saved. We just have to say, Lord, I want to receive you, and I want you to remember me and bring me into your kingdom. So here you have Jesus Christ who knew no sin right in the middle of two sinners, and one rejects and one accepts. There are those today who are in this place who have accepted, and there are those in this place who have rejected. There are those who are listening to my voice, whether by radio or whether in here, or have choose to accept, and those who have choose, chosen to reject Jesus Christ. You know, I think I'm going to have a little more time. Oh, somebody says, oh, you know, if, if you can get saved on your deathbed, maybe I can just live, uh, live, all, uh, live my life however I want to live it, and then when I get ready to die, I'll say, okay, Lord, let me in. Uh, that'll work if you're on the cross. And you got a few minutes to think about it. But it doesn't work when uh, somebody is, is laying in the bed and they don't open their eyes the next morning. You died in your sleep. You didn't have time to think about it. It doesn't work when something happened immediately and you just didn't have time to think about it. Don't take a chance with your life. It was providential that Jesus was crucified between these two thieves. For it gave both of them access. To Jesus Christ. And that's what we want. We want access to the Savior. Both of them could have read the inscriptions over the cross of Christ. This is Jesus, Nazareth, of Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And both could watch him and both could have uh, received eternal life. But one decided that he was going to go into mockery. And the other ones decided he would ask for mercy. One said, if you are indeed the Christ, get us off the cross. And the other one said, you are the Christ. I want to come into your kingdom. Just as he saved that man on the cross, he can save every person that would ask for him. I believe that when Jesus Christ was raised on the third day, that thief was raised up with him and went on to be with him for eternity. What's the message I want to get over to you today. All of us have to make a choice in our lives, and we're all going to come to the point where we, our lives are going to come to an end. They had the advantage. They knew when. They knew that this is the last day. And, and you know, and that's why the Lord doesn't tell us when our time is going to be up. Because he knows that if we knew exactly when we were going to die, we would raise hell all of our lives. And then on the last day, we go get the Bible and sit in the corner and try to read up on everything we need to read up on. We'll be praying the whole time. Oh, Lord, yes, Lord, have mercy on me the whole time if we knew the last time. But other than that, we're going to do what we're going to do. But the key is to give your life to the Lord while you have an opportunity to make the decision on your own. Amen. These two thieves, these two um, indescribable Men who are indescript in terms of their name. Nobody knows who, who they are. But when you get to heaven, if you get to heaven, you're going to see the one who said, Lord, remember me. How many of you say that, would say today, Lord, remember me. When you come into your kingdom, I want to be there with you. When you come into your kingdom, I want to be there with you. 
One of the things that keep people from making a decision for Christ is a lot of times they will say, you don't know what's been happening in my life. You don't know how bad I've been. I've been a thief. I've been a robber. I've been to jail. I've been to prison. I've, been, I've done drugs. I've been a street walker. I've been a gang banger. I've done things that I'm, a, I'm ashamed of, and I'm not sure I can live a life for Christ. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. When you say, Lord, remember me, he wipes that slate clean and he says, come on. Both of these guys were robbers and probably murderers. And he didn't even take a second thought about receiving them. You can't be so good that you can argue with the Lord that he needs to receive you because of your goodness. That's what grace and mercy is. Mercy is you don't deserve it, but I give it to you anyway. I'm dying because you don't deserve it. I'm taking your place, Christ says, because you can't save yourself. I come to give my life so that you can be saved. This is Pastor Jerry G. Martin, and every year this time, our focus turns to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. That's the good news. The bad news is it seems like we only wait until this time of the year to really focus on what Jesus Christ did for us. For every believer, every day, we should be thankful to the Lord that he gave his life for us so that we do not have to perish, but we can live an abundant life and we can escape the fires of hell and spend eternity with God in heaven. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost. What is he going to save us from? Eternal damnation and hell fire. Those of you who are listening to me right now, you may be at church, but you may not be in church. That means that you're just going through the motions, you're just attending, but you're not connected with God. This is the season to remind us of why Jesus Christ came in the first place, and he came to save a lost and dying world. You can make that decision even now to give your life to Jesus Christ. I give you this opportunity to be my guest at the light of the world. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m., at 16161 Old Humble Road. You can meet Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you can join with the family of believers that will help you to grow and fulfill God's will and purpose in your life. If you would like to listen to this message again or previous broadcasts, go to our new website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.